Hello, everybody. Welcome to our community, our mission. This is Barry Feeker, Executive Director of the Topeka Rescue Mission with Kim Turley, who is Director of Volunteers Hello. Events and our media contact here. Hi, yep. Kim. Hey, you know something, Kim? Uh, I've been getting feedback on the podcast that we've been doing since uh-huh. we, I don't know, we've been in 16, 17 of them now, somewhere in that neighborhood. And the number one comment that I get is, sure, glad you got a younger person on there talking. <laughs> so um, I'm really a person that people really don't realize I'm older than I look. So, um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> they're saying that you're doing a great job, well, Kim. Thank you. So, um, yeah, that's a great compliment. And I'm glad that I asked you to do this. I'm brilliant. So, uh, so that's the number one comment that we've been getting. So <laughs> anyway, yes, I think probably people remember that I said that I met you first when you were seven. Yeah. So, and I was already the director of the mission. So that kind of tells us something here that uh, time has passed. <laughs> so Kim, we're, uh, we're going to, uh, we've been giving updates. We talked about tent city update. We've been talking about health and relationship to coronavirus and things like that. There'll be more updates coming on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, we're meeting uh, soon with the Shawnee County Health Department. Uh, we'll be talking Great. about... Uh, some measures that they're studying that uh, in case we have a situation in Shawnee County and the homeless situation, and we'll, uh, we'll update you probably on that next week. Um, but something kind of take a little break here um, from just kind of current events to mm-hmm. something that's uh, a current event, but also is a historical event that mm-hmm. has a great impact on the whole world, and that is the resurrection. And uh, we, we have Easter coming. Yes. We do. And, uh, you know, people say that that uh, there's two of the greatest events that have ever happened in the world, and mm-hmm. they're recognized on two days. One is Christmas, when <laughs> Christ came, and one is when he was raised from the dead. Yep. And so uh, both of those are pretty important. Very much. Important times. So as people are preparing in their churches and in their homes and in their hearts mm-hmm. um, in regards to recognizing the gift yep. that God has given to us in Jesus Christ, Something that goes along with that is something that's been on your mind this week and uh, that uh, we thought we'd talk about today. And, and what is that? Well, it's probably been on my mind more so because this week at our church, we started a message on, or it's a long mess or group of message series is what you call it, mm-hmm. I guess, um, on forgiveness. Um, we just finished up money um, talk. And so we kind of went into forgiveness after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of really does tie into, um, you know, the season of what goes into like season is about the resurrection and the ultimate forgiveness. And um, it kind of just laid on my heart. Josh and I were talking this morning. It's like, what are we, what are we going to talk about on podcasts? Because sometimes mm-hmm. we just don't know if we don't have something super happening. And I was like, you know, forgiveness has been on my mind since Sunday. Well, that's mm-hmm. when I heard the message. But, you know, it's not about just forgiving those others. It's about forgiving yourself. And I feel like that really ties into our guest here. But when they're coming in, like, mm-hmm. What do they really have to think about? They have to forgive themselves of certain things that have gone on in their life, the trauma, whether that be someone, somebody else that did it against them. And I know it's just been on my heart. So, you know, one of the things that uh, science has proven, uh, as well as it's backed up in scripture, is that bitterness mm-hmm. um, robs us of our health. Mm, and it robs us of not only our physical health, but our mental, emotional health, our spiritual health. It destroys us. And, and there's a lot of reasons to be bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, at least we see them as a lot of reasons. And and, uh, and folks that come to the rescue mission who are homeless, a lot of bad things have happened to them. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, uh, one of the things that uh, is pretty common uh, to our understanding is, is uh, physical assaults, sexual assaults, mm-hmm. uh, especially to the women who end up homeless. I mean, it affects them and some of the decisions that they make later in life. And and so there is this forgiveness uh, opportunity that we yeah. find in Christ mm-hmm. 
to not only forgive those who have harmed us, but also forgive ourselves for some decisions that we've made. Mm-hmm. So what did you learn in that message in regards to both of those? Oh, man. Oh, Pastor Tim's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is a critique. <laughs> no, no, just more of the fact is like, what did you learn from your lesson this week? You know, mm-hmm. you know, overall, it's just, um, you know, forgiveness doesn't happen overnight. It's a, something you have to walk through. Um and it's not meaning for people to go and just ultimately just have that conversation with somebody. Um, when you're listening about forgiveness, you know, a lot of people start thinking through their mind, like, who do I got to forgive? Who am I holding something against? And it's more like you need to sit down with God and um, pray about, is there something you're holding on to is to yourself? Or is there somebody you're holding a grudge against? Um, may, you don't think about it constantly, but you may it, just sit and pray about it. Um, and that's really kind of the ultimate take I come from it. I mean, I haven't sat down and thought about who am I holding a grudge against or what do I need to forgive myself for? I mean, I'm a parent of a three-year-old. You have to, <laughs> so. you have to forgive yourself a lot of times yeah. for your attitude sometimes, I'm sure, yeah. especially what, two or three in the morning. Uh huh. Yeah. So been there, done that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we can talk about forgiveness, mm-hmm. and, and, and for some people, it, it creates anxiety to think about yeah. forgiving somebody who has hurt me. Huge. Because um, what we do when we um, have a grudge, um, because somebody who's done something to us, we create a protection system mm-hmm. so that we don't get hurt again. Yep. I mean, that's um, if somebody hurts you, um, one of the things to do is either hurt them back or... Um, to at least protect yourself from being hurt again. And one of the easiest things to do is go to, um, I don't like that person, that person's hurt me, and so I'm going to be angry at them, I'm going to be um, uh, defensive against them, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make sure that they don't do anything to me. And so what we do in that is we create systems that are protection. And so, you know, what's wrong with that? If, If I forgive somebody, does that drop me um, or does that drop all the protections from me? Does that does that um, does that then uh, make me vulnerable to the person who's hurt me again? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you a big theological question here. So, <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, um, so yeah. So so you know, how would you answer that? I mean, if you forgive somebody who's hurt you and you drop your defenses down, doesn't that just mean that you're going to possibly be open to being hurt again? Yes and no. Um, well, you you really hope that you've learned from experiences and you can handle that differently. Um, but obviously we're human too. So you, or when that situation happened or someone hurts you again, you're like, this is why I don't do this. But in the same sense, so you have to learn from your mistakes and learn from that. And then also kind of handle those situations differently. Um, but you have to let your walls down for people. You have to build trust with people. Um, so if someone does hurt you again, maybe you're more open to talking with them and walking through that situation be like, Hey, you know, I've had this happen to me before. Um, I really need to talk to you about this. Like, I want this, if it's a relationship worth mending, I guess Mm -hmm. I should say, because not, I mean, sometimes relationships are toxic, whether it be friendships or even um, uh, relationships uh, for marriage, things like that. Um, But I mean, you just really have to talk through those situations and pray about it too. Like, God's going to give you the strength and the wisdom to work through those situations, Um and he's going to give you the right timing. Timing's everything, too. Um, approaching certain situations at the right time, too. I was listening to uh, Rebecca Bender mm-hmm. the other day. Um, she is a national spokesperson in regards to human trafficking. 
Um, and uh, we're going to be having a conversation with her, possibly bringing her to Topeka, which oh, she's a phenomenal speaker. She's a victim of human trafficking. Oh. And uh, one of the things that, uh, that happened to her through this horrific experience in her life to finally where she had to escape from her trafficking situation mm-hmm. was uh, coming to Christ and then having to encounter, do I forgive mm-hmm. those who have harmed me? So many people that come into the mission or come anywhere in life who have been hurt um, and you talked about trust, mm-hmm. don't trust, exactly. but yet the lack of ability to trust somebody somewhere at some point uh, prohibits them from being able to move on in life because mm-hmm. they get stuck in a system of mistrust mm-hmm. uh, because of wounds, legitimate reasons that they don't trust others. But we're talking about tent city folks lately. We're talking about people coming to the mission that basically have isolated themselves from others because they've been hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that hurt takes on a lot of different forms. And then what happens is it changes the way we look at life. And we're saying, hey, trust us. Mm-hmm. You know, Come on into the mission. Trust us. We're going to take care of you. We're going to protect you. We're going to help you with the future. And some people are saying, there's no way that I'm trusting you because I don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I will take what I can from you, but I'm not going to take any of your ideas or your suggestions. One of the keys to that um, being broken is mm-hmm. the opportunity to forgive those who have hurt us. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to drop all my vulnerabilities and get hurt again. Yeah. And I think that's where people get confused. If I forgive someone, does that mean that I'm allowing them to come and do what they've done to me again? Mm. The answer is no. 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 But people don't always make that connection. Rebecca Bender um, learned how to forgive those who had hurt her. And that's probably one of the ultimate hurts yeah. to be have your body and your freedom taken away and to yeah. be sold to someone else. I, I, I'm not sure what would be more um, horrible than that um, in this life. I and mean, there's things that maybe are on par with it, but I mean that, but to be able to forgive um, and, and what we learn from individuals like her is she really learned about the value of what God has looked at us in mm-hmm. regards to our sin and what he has done to forgive us. Yeah. So she was able to forgive the others because she found forgiveness and forgave mm-hmm. herself Yes. before she was able to give forgive. And I guess that's a real big thing is, are you able to really truly forgive others before you've forgiven yourself or mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness from God, like accepted that? So, I mean, that's what I was just thinking about. Just thinking she can't, she couldn't do that probably until she encountered Christ and right. he showed her that. Right. So. We uh, um, recently um, recognized uh, Mayor Bill Bunton um, in our community who passed away um, um, on February 29th. And uh, I was uh, able to attend his funeral service. And uh, what a great guy Bill Bunton was as a mayor, as a leader in the community. And I'll never forget the day that I went to visit him. I didn't know him very well, but I went into his office and he said to me, he says, Hey, I'm glad you're here. I got there a little early and he was visiting with his administrative assistant. And, uh, he said, we, we, we have a question for you. And, um, he said, um, what did, uh, Jesus mean when he was hanging on the cross? <laughs> when he said, father, why has thou forsaken me? And I'm going, wow, I came to talk to the mayor about city stuff. I wasn't <laughs> planning on coming to talk to him about the, this. And so I came up with the, my best understanding of what Jesus meant. And then he said, what did he mean when he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do? Mm-hmm. You know, here's Jesus um, who has uh, 
walked a perfect life mm-hmm. and who's been rejected and rejected and rejected, beaten and put on this cross. And here's his tormentors that are looking at him and mocking him mm-hmm. and have put nails in his hands and his feet, put a thorns on his head and have whipped him and beat him, totally rejected him. And he looks down at them and he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Um, we had a great conversation that day, oh, Amir yeah. and I did, uh, about that and really learned his heart and what a tremendous you know, mm-hmm. guy he was that wanted to help people. And he really did have a, uh, he had a Marine Corps um, attitude about some things and he had a forgiving, gentle, compassionate heart at the same time. Um, but here we have a God mm-hmm. um, who gave us his only son and we have rejected him and rejected him, rejected him. And I think one of the things that really has, has got me is that Jesus said seven things when he was hanging on the cross. Seven major statements. I think Jesus said a lot of really important things while he was here on the earth. Oh, yeah. But those seven when he was hanging on the cross <laughs> kind of rise to the top. I mm-hmm. mean, those are the things that we're, we're listening to mm-hmm. at this point. And one of those was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. And as I began to embrace that, I began to realize people that have hurt me, and have hurt people that I care about, oftentimes don't know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And it puts it in perspective that I have an opportunity to release them mm-hmm. as God released us from our sin in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so as people come to the rescue mission, yeah. um, one of the things that they suffer from so much is they've got a system of defense, protection, a lot of people say, well, aren't they just open to all kinds of help? No, they're not, because they've created a system of survival. Mm-hmm. And their survival system doesn't work so well. And um, some of the times I look at myself and some of the things I've done and decided to do, my survival system hasn't worked well either. Creates in me a uh, system of doing things that are not healthy, mm-hmm. are not maybe not necessarily physically unhealthy, but mentally unhealthy, oh, yeah. the way that I view and look at things. And so we see the same thing with our homeless guests when they come in is uh, to help them to understand the value of themselves in God and that he wants to help them to have a new system. Yeah. And it comes with forgiving themselves and forgiving others. Definitely. And it's, I mean, it's a process. It's not an overnight thing when our guests come in and people always ask, how long is it? people stay that's the most popular question it's like what's the longest stay here what's the typical length stay and honestly i tell them it's like you know it each case is different i mean we say their average is six to nine months but in the same sense though each person has to walk through the steps here at the mission and we hope that that at the end that they leave in a better track than that they came that may not be the case with everyone um, but we, they have to walk through that steps and our staff and our volunteers are always working with our guests in each one of those scenarios, um, helping them get through whatever they're working through. Yeah. So, um, I've worked uh, and had an opportunity to meet a lot of people in my life and, uh, I've met some very wealthy people mm-hmm. who are very successful in their careers, um, have nice houses, nice cars, nice boats in some cases, <laughs> multiple homes, those kind of things, have nice trips and, and, and great families. Nothing compares to a person in regards to joy who has been forgiven, and mm-hmm. they know it. So probably the happiest people that I know are people who have been homeless, mm-hmm. who have struggled with all kinds of issues in their life, and they find themselves forgiven. Mm-hmm. And when they not only do that, and they can forgive others, then there's true freedom. That's so 
So, Kim, thanks for bringing this subject up today. Um, Thank you for listening to our community, our mission. Uh, As we go into the Easter season, um, maybe you've been hurt. Uh, Maybe you've created a system around you that has been for protection. That's understandable. Just know this, that God's got a system for you, and he wants to set you free and be free indeed. So think about receiving his forgiveness and think about forgiving others as you process into this greatest season of all, the Easter season. Thank you for listening to Our Community, Our Mission. If you'd like to support the Topeka Rescue Mission, you could go to trmonline.org, trmonline.org, or text to give to TRM. Give to 77977. TRM, give to 77977. Have a great week.